Steve. Steve's already here. I think he met Sean. <laughs> oh my god! It's okay. It happens to me all the time. I don't take it personally nowadays. I just <laughs> listen. I you know, you know, know I, you know what Matt? Bless your heart. Steve, right? Steve's been doing binge-worthy <laughs> meetups, and he's been like everybody's been calling him Sean, and he's just had to deal with it. <laughs> Bless your heart. Listen, I just got my life back. Okay, so this is a this is a good day. Hopefully. Yeah. This is the first week when I haven't been like so bogged down with crap. When, that when you haven't been doing the work of three people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only doing the work of one now. And it's scary. Oh, I don't really? know what to do the rest of my day. <laughs> well, uh, I have other stuff videos. to do. I was about to say, what we need to do is get together and get to <laughs> and work on the site. <laughs> yes. Now I can. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. But. Yeah, my things are like I try finally trust the new guy, so we'll see. And then you know, a week from now, he could fuck everything up, and my life is over again. But we'll see. Truly, this anyway. Sisyphus. <laughs> How is everybody here, though? That is the most important thing. <laughs> no, you have things you want to say, Crystal? Not on recording. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We'll save it for yeah, yeah. after. Here, look, uh, after. Here, look at look at this dog. <laughs> oh my god, the dog has even has a little like hoodie. Is that the Mass Effect yeah. hoodie? Yes, they each have a Mass awesome. Effect hoodie. Hers is significantly bigger than his because it had to be the next size up. Because not only is she longer than him by a lot, <laughs> um, but she's also fatter. So, <laughs> does she get self conscious when she gets put up with the wrong like when you put the wrong sweater on her or something? No, I I can't put his on her. It's oh, too yeah, small. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like it's it, it Poor presses Mala. against her. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to find enrichment options for her because she doesn't really play fetch anymore. She used to play fetch. Um, mm. and I don't know if she just feels neglected by me to the point where she thinks that I'm trying to fake her out or something when I try to play back <laughs> with her. But she doesn't like, fall for I, it anymore. I don't know how complex the thoughts are in this dumb... I love her, but she's dumb. I, I don't no, know I'm how dumb. complex the thought process is. I don't know if it's just no, I don't want to play fetch anymore. Or if it's I don't want to play fetch anymore because we never play for that long. Because she stops bringing it back after like five times, <laughs> so it's like. I mean, I so have a I, I need to. Have an idea. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, what is your, do you have an idea, Steve, or are you just no, uh, I, 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 was, dog? I was juxtaposing that next to yeah. No, that makes um, sense. But the spare room's done, kind of nice. It's lacking. It, it's lacking a door, but that's. That's easy. Even I can do that. Um, I could have done the floor by myself too, but my mother no. is <laughs> my mother was worried about it being done right, which I can absolutely agree with her because I'd really rather not spend the money on the flooring material, me do it and it be done wrong, and then us have to spend the money again in any way, shape, or form to put down the floor again. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's oh, one of those man. like can I yes however we have somebody else who is more experienced and we don't have the money to risk a fuck up right now <laughs> <laughs> oh man but I, I now just need to 
get a desk in there and um, get the 3D printer set up. Sick. What do you know what you're going to make first? Um, I don't know if I'd really call them like minis. I'm, I'm working on teaching myself Blender. Sick. Because okay. awesome, awesome. I was, I was like, I'll make like little 3D prints of whatever sticker designs I come up with for for like my own side stuff for streaming um and i guess maybe here for binge worthy too um, mm -hmm. Ooh, i like that and then like if i have to pace myself then start with like flat almost like dice tray situations yeah in, in those designs and then work my way up to like proper 3d renders um the main things will be the fact that it's a filament printer, so I can't go too small or else the detail's not going to come across because it's not a resin printer. Nice. Um, but I also need to figure out if the table that I have set aside for it is even big enough to like hold it and be stable. Because mm -hmm. while it is older furniture, so like real wood, it is also... A piece of furniture that was only intended to be like a makeup thing or like a little writing desk damn well that's awesome i'm glad you got everything set up yeah you have a nice area um i have a couple things i wanted to get to number one and i don't know what uh crystal how much baller's game have you played I am still in Act 1 because, one, I save scummed like <laughs> in the goblin camp because I was trying my damnedest to finish all... I'm going to try to be vague so that if any of our leader, uh, our listeners are... Um, in the middle of it? Playing, it, yeah, playing that I'm not going to be giving any major spoilers. But the quest to deal with the leaders... I was trying to do it without aggroing the entire camp. So I <laughs> save scummed that and I I murdered that man. <laughs> oh, the, the, the jester? No, 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 no. No, I'm in act one still. Oh, oh, okay. The goblin camp in, in, in the yeah. very beginning. I, I murdered one of them. I want to say like 15 different ways, 15 different I am... times trying to hide my crime. So that the rest of the camp <laughs> only to then go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to double check on forums to see if everybody's come to the consensus that you just can't without aggroing the entire camp. And the consensus is yes, you cannot finish off at the very least that specific leader without aggroing the entire camp. You can kill everybody all at once. Which one dude spent? Did you, so the, there was a guy who spent all like like hours putting fire barrels all throughout the camp. Like yeah, uh, that would have been a great idea. Except um, when I finished off one of the other leaders, I went in because they got a turn and you know called for help. Mm -hmm. So a couple of the oh yeah of the enemies from the other room like came in so like the guards for the the fire barrel room ended up dead so i went in right. there to look to see if there was loot and then there was like nothing but fire barrels i'm like i don't want this to use the guest me later and i blew up that entire room <laughs> i one ignis 
directly in there, and yep. then I was like going through finishing off the final leader. I'm like, you know, I could have dropped a fire barrel on his head, but I kind of exploded <laughs> that entire room like 20 <laughs> saves ago. Oh, that's a wonderful game, Harris. Uh, I have been enjoying the different. One thing that I will absolutely give Larian, and um, this even stands true for Divinity Original Sin 2 as well, is the multiple different ways that they leave in to solve a situation yeah. in terms of like practical applications. So, like, there's tiny little burrow holes everywhere if you happen to have wild shape or are able to shrink yourself down small enough. There's. You know the the standard like persuade or deceive your way in stealth. I so like I, I will absolutely give them props for that. Fair enough. I'm you know starting, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm starting the, to see a trend for a certain thing for main story, but I'll talk to you about that off recording so that we don't spoiler it because it absolutely fair. is. I have a spoiler, and the only reason I'm going to give this spoiler is because it mm -hmm. really, really, really pissed me off. Oh boy. And they are they, they are they are patching it. So again, spoilers for one of the random endings for the game. If you romance Carlock, so have you met Carlock yet? I have met Carlock. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to tune you out when you say what if you're about to say what one of the fates is. I do know, however, that one of the people um, that is often in mine and Knight's uh, Twitch chats mm -hmm. is a very big fan of Carlac has finished the game or at least gotten up to deciding Carlac's fate yeah. and was very, very upset with the options. So yes, they are very limited. Um, but she, so the good ending for her is, and especially if you're romancing her, it's even worse. The mm -hmm. good ending for her is letting her return to where she's from. She won't be tortured or anything. Um, and then um, having her decide to let you come with her. So you think that the good ending would be that, you know, you are her lover. You go with her into the, 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 the place. I'm not I'm trying to be vague. But you follow her through the portal and you guys live happily ever after. <laughs> but if you give that short. <laughs> Sorry. Even if you no, no, it's fine. Even if you've romanced her since act one. If you give her the option. Of like, do you want me to come with you? She immediately takes Will and just like, all right, bye. That's like the only. That's the way it's written in the story. So basically, she's been cucking you the entire game. It's a little what upsetting. If what if you're romancing both of them though? Because you, really you, you can do polyamorous relationships in this. That is true. With, with, only within certain combinations, to, to be mm -hmm. clear to, to any listeners, within certain combinations, like Lizelle and Shadowheart probably will never, ever enter a polyamorous <laughs> relationship together. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's what I had happen. And then I searched, and a lot of people had that happen, and they were really upset about it. So they're adding mm -hmm. an alternative. I don't know what it is, but I just, I just, it just made me very, very angry. Now, again, it's one of a hundred playthroughs I'm going to do, but it's still enraging. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't know about that patch. I knew about the patch for Gale because, okay. and what I find really funny is that none of us, nobody in the player base questioned this until it was in the patch notes. 
sure. They, they patched out how quickly he is down to bed your character because wow, that, yeah. was, that, that was a minor bug with his approval rating when you were giving him items for his condition. <laughs> so he wasn't supposed to be like Anders from Dragon Age 2 level I guess you could call it desperate. That's fair. Um, granted, the memes already exist. I am <laughs> so, sure like, they do. Um, but like, I, I just find it vastly entertaining that none of us thought twice. <laughs> no, none of us considered that that was a bug. We were just like, ah, so Gale is the desperate white man. Got it. <laughs> like, the, we we just all went, ah, he's trying to rebound from his ex. Got it. Like, the, yep. the, that's, that's all any of us thought until in the patch notes, Larian's like, hey, by the way, we fixed the approval system thing. Gail shouldn't be as thirsty anymore. And all of us went, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> just accepted. Listen, it made sense. One character has to be like that. It's okay. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna like, all, our, all RPGs have at least like one character that's like, yeah, sarcastic and also like extra thirsty without being flirty. I guess you could say, yeah, they're DTF. Let's just put it put bluntly, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm very glad. Uh, that I, that I, I'm, I'm, I at least got one playthrough done before this weekend when my life ends when Starfield comes out. Um, although I'm a little upset that they decided to release the new raid in Destiny on the exact same day that Starfield releases. I feel, like problem, <laughs> I feel like that was on purpose. I feel like that was on purpose. I'm just I'm just a little upset, alright? Now, what I... The games that I've been keeping an eye on is, um... That they all have to wait until I, I secure new significant financial income. Um, Fair. But one, I'm mad because I can't get because it came out and I was I've been excited about it since it was announced. Um this is this is the game from Summerfall Studios, which uh David Gator. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a few other like former Bioware staff and uh, some other like vastly skilled people like join. Um, I, I'm trying to fucking flub this while I try to think of the name of the game because it slipped my Stray mind. Stray gods. Stray Thank gods. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, that. Um, actually, I should say it's the role playing musical because that's really important. Yes. Like that. <laughs> and I was one of the reasons why I was like, I want to keep an eye on this because this is an interesting take. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird idea for a game, but like I'm not exactly against it. I just hope it's not, you know, it's interesting. Why? So, why? A, a role a role playing musical sounds like a weird video game. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um. So that one, uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name, is another one that I'll unfortunately have to hold off until I get income for. That one's more so just because I'm a Yakuza nerd. Um, That's fair. Since I discovered it while working at uh, Insert Video Game Store. But 
ideally, I should have some kind of income by November. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, we can talk about more. I don't want to. What? Is that a creamsicle? Mango. Mango pop. Very good. Right. Good call. Mango pop is the best. Sorry, I'm gonna like absolutely go to town on this. No worries, I'll let, I'll let Sean do it. I, I was gonna ask you how you are, but <laughs> I'll let you enjoy your mango pop first. Steve, how about you? Anything yeah. interesting going on? No, I'm just vibing right now. It's all good. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> what, you what what you vibing with? What you what you talking? What you thinking about? I'm bringing real energy tonight to the podcast. I I see that you are doing a fantastic job. I so I thank you. To a Blink 182 uh, cover yesterday. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I loved it or hate it. If I know no, which cover? Uh, all the small things. By who? Um, I'll tell you. Well, By Blink history. 182. Duh. No, I'm joking. I <laughs> it was. Hold on. It's past all my Spider Man video, Spider Man video, Office video. <laughs> I, I would love to just take an entire episode of Binge Worthy and just go through Steve's YouTube history. It would just be like Top Gun motivation videos. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of YouTube, uh, while Steve I, searches for that. Over and over again. Uh, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith that the trailer was done right. Like, nope. <laughs> two balls, one hole. Uh, oh all right. Crystal, you had a comment. While Steve searches YouTube. for that, did you watch um, the playlist I sent you? Or any of it? The psychologist Which one to... plays. Oh my god, yes. Which that thing? was a lot of it's accurate. I'm not gonna I, I will say there. I will leave it there until we leave. professional, yes, of course it's accurate. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Uh, First to eleven? Yeah, they are a cover band. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Don't do this, Steve. Don't do this. Uh-oh. These are like people that like they're like a they're like a glorified wedding band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What, uh, and they just go they, online they and do covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like uh and, and a... she she gives like a weird, like vibey, like far too earnest introduction to all these songs. Oh, I know absolutely. exactly who this is. Ah, I'm glad I'm the only one who, who scours the deep holes in the internet. <laughs> oh, trust the, me. The I down deep. On a YouTube bender recently. The Talk down deep, as I call it. All right, let's do this. Topic. What was your last YouTube uh, rabbit hole? Um, I watched a weather network. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, I watched an F1 series. I literally learned more about F1 in the last two weeks from one man. <laughs> and his name is Rocket Powered Mohawk, and he does an amazing job. Um, he basically, he basically Rocket Power Mohawk. He what does use the name. He has uh, pictures of dictators for every season of F one. So this year, it went from King Jong Un to George W. Bush, the first one. <laughs> and he talks about F one. He does a great job of explaining explaining F one to people who have no idea what F one is about. Oh my God! We can do a sample of, of that post for the post. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. F one. Rocket powered uh, mohawk. Yeah, let me give you a good one because send I, it over and I'll I will. I will cry in German. Otherwise, let me see. <laughs> how do you cry in German? Cry, Steve. Nah, I <laughs> There's no crying in Germany. <laughs> the children who cry disappear. Right, my my shaz posting. 
But Sean, right. you have no idea how happy it makes me to feel that to know that I'm not the only one alone in this universe who knows that band. I I really struggle to call them a band. I I mean they are a wedding band. I don't even know what good my production. last YouTube rabbit hole was. Mine was a uh, combination. Uh, recently, I found a psychologist who's doing profiles on the the Lannister family. And coupled with uh, watching the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's such a. That's such why? a. What a crossover! Chuck's a, what a crossover! Yeah. The, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna come back to that. I want to watch this real quick. What is what, what is this craziness? So what are we watching here, last Steve? Week in Bahrain, when both Red Bulls shot themselves out of the race at the very last minute, handing Mercedes third and fourth. All the Mercedes fans were like, "Ha ha, karma, karma for Red Bull and Horner. Suck it up, Red Bull." Hashtag karma, absolute karma. Mercedes themselves tweeted, "You love to see it." The definition of karma. Karma, a cycle of cause and effect referring to the actions and the consequence of those actions. Action. Mercedes fans are unbearable assholes after getting lucky in Bahrain. Consequence. As Hamilton makes his way around the final corner and he goes only 15. There comes Lance Stroll and he goes 15. Big shock here in Saudi Arabia tonight. All right. What was the shock? I don't. Know. I don't so like like his, there's all these videos between this, this that happened. There's the one I remember the most was he talked about the race in Miami where he's like, I don't understand why any of these people are here. And then he like went on a like, <laughs> ten minute rant about like. And then apparently this he he was talking about this one F1 Formula guy who cheated on his wife with like a Ukrainian supermodel, and he went through tweet by tweet of him being on the boat, she, uh, like being an F1 racer cheating on his wife with this, and he goes. Is she a psyop from Russia? <laughs> Absolutely, it was fantastic. It was really, it was, it was worth, it was worth it. It's, it's really oh my disturbing God. to hear that voice coming out of someone who's trying so hard to look like Travis Pickle. No, isn't it? It's so weird. Knight, like, welcome to the show. Knight, welcome aboard. I didn't think you'd be here tonight. I'm so glad you're here. I'm here. <laughs> Or, uh, no, no, she's not. She doesn't want to be here. Night, what was the last uh, YouTube rabbit hole you went down? Uh, that's a good question. I, I've been keeping to my like subscription list on. Good for you. No, be on loyal YouTube for so long that like I don't. Well, uh, the, no, I the, channels. I literally the last thing I've been doing on YouTube is just listening to ASMR stuff. Oh, oh, what an absolute. What's your that? favorite? Uh, I like decisions. Hearing, no, the, so there's like two people who do like um, just kind of like everyday sounds. So they don't okay. really talk or anything, but like pages turning or just like moving like bottles of water or something like that stuff huh. puts me straight to sleep. <laughs> it's interesting. I am yeah. so jealous. I can't stand like the the mouth noises that people make. I'm like that's just too much. That's not. That's just not natural. I hate it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what usually what sets off my ASMR. So like everything else is just nothing. Yeah, um, go, it's not I, even relaxing. It's 
all, all like just like natural sounds when they have to like force the sound like when they put sometimes i'll see videos where like they put gloves on and then they have like balls glued balls glued to their <laughs> fingertips on oh, adult and then they just kind of like drum the mic i hate that it's it's not like a natural sound you hear all the time <laughs> that is bizarre like just like like little like like cotton balls or like you know like rubber they no, put on their fingertips I don't, I don't know what the material is but like the the little tabs of them like they're like plastic or something oh uh, that's weird drugs at that point shit <laughs> but like once you're trying to find like, like i'm really picky about the asmr videos so i go down the rabbit hole trying to find something that's gonna make me fall asleep and there's so many asmr videos of like oh i'm gonna do clean your ear against this microphone what i'm like i who cleans their ears like this ah All right, i'm just gonna google asmr and see what the first <laughs> result we're gonna click on you never go with the first result, okay? Alright? I never want to well, hear your first logic, offer. Well, by that logic, we should never go with you ever again, Mickey. Give me your second offer. What the fuck was that about? We just got here. Oh, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I hate this one. Turn it off. Okay, alright, alright, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, there's, uh, there's two... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, God, no. ASMR gameplay of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, it's it's an interesting game. Thank you very much for tuning for the... Um, see, that's one good thing about stealth. You can get out early. This is weird. I don't. I, this is. I, I, this is not what I watch. Okay. No. No. I. I, I was There's just. This, I, I saw the link and I had to click on it. There is this YouTuber on there. I can't remember her name right now, but like I watch a lot of her videos, and she does like little. She does like a background, like she does like the whole ambiance setup. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite videos from her is she does like historical themed ones. So she just literally decked out her entire studio, I guess, and it looks like 1800s. Probably not that. Actually, probably not 1800s. Probably early 1900s. Now that I think about it, and she's just like turning pages of a book, like with crinkly books, and it just sounds so nice. Huh. Okay, I have to look into that. I, that might be nice if it's just like I love the sound of a, a book, like a page turning. Yeah. That's actually that's very that's very like relaxing. Yeah, like it's one of the things I don't like reading on tablets because I can't hear that page, page? yeah uh-huh that's i see i got kicked out of barnes and nobles from <laughs> people wait what what, <laughs> what? you don't record people in barnes and noble i mean not like obviously well matt you know i also do rubber uh, rubber ducky decoded uh, debugging I mean, who doesn't? I love everybody. The, everybody that codes does does the rubber ducky method. Unless you have a Not different a rubber way of ducky. Doing it. Well, I have Lamar. You have Lamar. Yeah. Who is Lamar? He's a he's a head crab from Half Life. He's a <laughs> I mean, Matt's got Blasto. Yeah, I have I have a giant like squid creature from Mass Effect. So we all have our vices, our our pets that get abused. Because I don't know how to make JavaScript work. Um, but that's a personal problem. Um, Damn, that was a lot. about pets we abuse? 
<laughs> I mean, if you want, Mickey, you have any news stories? I think we've heard most of you. <laughs> heard from yeah, Mickey that. does. Hey, Mickey, you want to yeah. talk about how your VFX artist just filed to uh, vote to unionize? Yeah. yeah they have ways I'm not happy that. about it. But, <laughs> you know what? What? I'm going to find a loophole. <laughs> and if I don't, I... I'll just go... I'll just go to I'll just go marry old England where everybody's still working. <laughs> Are there stronger labor laws? But they're working. They're working. There is <laughs> yeah, no they're, strike. They're, they're on that grind. The dragon is still in production because there's no strike going on there. That's right. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like, they're, they're, none of them are SAG. That's that's incredible. I just took a moment to realize what it was Sean said because all I heard was of dragon. <laughs> what is of dragon? What the fuck? And that's on audio processing. Of dragon sounds like a good show. Or a band. No, that's Imagine Dragons. I don't know. Yeah. What would of dragon that, that even be? Up would, dragon? It, would it just be talking about all of the lore? And stuff about dragons. It's it's Handmaid's Tale, but with dragons. It's actually ASMR. <laughs> it's ASMR. Cool all dragon noises. <laughs> this is okay. This, wait, this wait, is, wait, uh, wait. This is like when I found out Riverdale dragon, was the first time multiverses. I need to know if there are ASMR dragon noises. There has to be. And Matt, you're gonna end up yes. somewhere on a furry site. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, here's I the first. I, I don't know for sure, but I can almost promise you, you're going oh, you to end up somewhere down a furry first. rabbit hole. You have to listen to it first before you share it with us. Oh, God. No, that's not what I said. Oh, he's it's scared. a sleeping dragon noises. I can't hear him. Oh, yeah, it's her. No, that's kind of scary. I can't sleep to that. How many views? Is- 35,000 views of a dragon sleeping for eight hours. You know it's the same person just looping that every night. That's fair. Who, who, how would that help anybody sleep? Some people it's, like, it doesn't. like yeah. the low rumbly noises. Yeah, the future is now, old man. Some people like the it's sound like a, of thunder. It's like a weird way and I'm one of to those. brag about yourself by saying, oh... I do ASMR before while I try to go to sleep. I listen to dragon noises. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> That's a weird flex. That makes you a psychopath. It's weird the flex. T posing to assert <laughs> dominance of the, <laughs> of the ASMR world. <laughs> but no, oh no, my god, different people like find different noises relaxing. Um, like Knight just said, like some people like the sound of thunder. I'm I'm one of them. I don't like like when it's like a massive like lightning storm and the power goes out, but like just the sound of like thunder rumbling in the distance, that's chill. That's common. It's actually pretty cool when like some ASMR people like record the sound of rain and then they just make a video of that and include like other noises. When I came across <clears> a video where it was like, uh, it sounds like you're camping in a van. But like the radio is like softly on, so it's like not annoying. But you hear like a little noise in the background, and I've always looked to that before. Damn! All right, that's 
I actually like that. I'm into it. This is another rabbit hole I'm going to go down. This is probably going to be my next YouTube rabbit hole. But you don't like ASMR. Well, no, it's the he whispers like that the... set me off. Ah, He doesn't mm. like the Fair. mouth noises and the weird... The weird uh, listen, yeah. I don't like the mouth noises either. I don't know. that. Par that's probably partially because I was raised, like, chew with your mouth fucking closed and, like, don't... Don't be by my ear when you're chewing food. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> But, like... And, like, just to be clear, like, if you're eating, like, a bag of chips, that's fine. Because nobody can manage to eat a bag of chips quietly. That's just the nature of chips. But if it's, like... There's also people who get, like... Or something and you're, like, aggressively chewing. Like, no. Get away from my ears. There's also, like, some people get, like, this weird, like, jelly, silly putty or whatever it's called. And then they just squish that by the microphone. And I think that's just really... Gross sounding. It sounds like you're one. putting your hand all over jelly. Missing your peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. If I wanted to listen to what it would sound like when Flubber's like changing shape without like all the background music from the movie, I'd I, I'd sooner talk to the VFX artists, <laughs> the yeah. audio engineers from that movie. What, what about like isolating the lightsaber sound from? Um, when Anakin slaughters the younglings with the Youngling Slayer 9000. <laughs> that, that specific, like... So, <laughs> so Lars, you had mentioned uh, Flubber, so the my brain immediately went to Hook. And I hurt myself today because some people came in and they had painted the yeah, yeah. fish from Avatar, The Last Airbender. I was like, oh, is this from Avatar? They're like, yeah, we just started watching. I was like, oh, you're so young. And, they're, and I made a comment about one of Zuko's lines. They're like, oh yeah, Zuko's the best. And I was like, yeah, he's really cool and hook. He looked at me like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Like, you know. I remember the first time I thought I was Bang ring. Night it is, now, is now the time where we have to go look up when Hook was released and we all get to feel old. No, it was, yeah, I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, holy crap. It was 1991. I yeah. wasn't even born yet. Neither was I. <laughs> oh, I actually, shit. I remember when I got, because I, I saw it in the theaters. I was really little, like really little. And I remember the part, I don't remember this, but this is what I remember from my childhood. I was terrified of the part where the children get kidnapped and all you see is like the smoke and like the crazy colored lights and like the screaming. Mm -hmm. and that scared I remember me too. Because I got the VHS tape for that, whatever Christmas followed that, like whenever that movie was released, like the next Christmas. Um, my cousin gave it to me as a present and I remember opening it and just like the first thing out of my mouth was, oh, so she wants to scare me. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Hook is like one of my favorite movies. Like I, I adore Hook. I, um, it's come full circle too, being now that I am also a father and I'm a lawyer with a Peter Pan complex. So, <laughs> I also love the little like identify. cameo from um Glenn Clo Glenn Close. I think that's the name. Yep. Yep. Uh, David Crosby's also in there. He's one of the David Crosby's in Hook. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn! I I I have not watched that movie in years. It came out thirty-one years ago, and that's just like too long. I can't believe it's that long ago. I feel old. it's honestly like a fever dream. Oh, it is. It's 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 an insane movie. 
it's not nearly as much of a fever dream as Buffalo dreams. So, I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I'm gonna be that person. Gonna say, like, I don't talk about the lambs. But Buffalo <laughs> Dreams was a Disney TV movie about this white kid that moved to a new area. I can't remember. I, I think it was because he was like the the misbehaving kid that had no friends or some nonsense. Ah, that white kid. Um. Yeah. It's a reverse and, trail tier situation. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> actually, because he makes friends with a Native American kid and his younger sister. Um, who I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note really quick. This little girl does not say a damn thing for most of the movie, to the point where at least younger me assumed she was mute. Um, there's some kind of conglomerate that wants to like either buy the land or corral the buffalo, the wild buffalo that happen to be in the area. These teenagers towards the end of the movie herd wild buffalo on bicycles. Okay. And when one of them falls off of the bike, the white kid, to calm down the buffalo that is staring him down, the little girl starts a sing-along of Lean on Me. And somehow that, that works. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is Oscar worthy. <laughs> I just why is George Newman Newbird, excuse me, in all of these weird ass Disney channel movies? I think it's like it's it's required. He trash, has to be. But he's mostly also like Superman voices. I mean, listen, maybe he just works for the Disney company and they just bring him out of storage every now yeah, and then. You get the paycheck. You get the paycheck. <laughs> I don't know. That is weird. I thought you were going to say Watershed Down, which is on their fucked up movie. Wow. We ruined my childhood. Watership Down, sorry. Yeah, yeah but that, that, that one's traumatizing. It's a lot of dead bunnies. Anywho. Uh, moving on. <laughs> 40 minutes in. Um, let's talk about television, guys. And not television movies about buffaloes uh, and lean on me. That was a terrible segue, but I'm going to go with it. I didn't really ever like that song. Does anyone like that song? Lean on me. I, it's, yeah, you know, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's okay. not a song. It, yeah, like, it's okay. I won't turn it off if it's on, but like... I'm not out to add it to any of my playlists. I'm sorry to say. Now I'll turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, I'll like listen to it if it's in like a movie or a TV show. Yeah, I'm not. Go- I'm not. I'm not listening to it independent of something I'm already committed to. <laughs> and like, if I'm in the car with someone and they start playing it, it's one of those that I'm going to give them a hard eye roll. And if they don't change it, then I'm just going to you know, jump out of the car, punch them. That's fair. That's a good. That's also a good one. <laughs> All right. Um, so who's gone? I've been gone for a few weeks. Like, is anyone? Have we moved down the turn order? Like, uh, can I defer this week? Yeah. I mean, I have a show I'm very excited about. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Clean money. <laughs> uh, wow. You just know me too well. So last um, last week. 
Um, yeah, so I think it, Knight, if you're deferring, then I think it's a new cycle. Oh, fuck. New cycle! All right, well then, <laughs> I'm just gonna get, I'm just gonna show my show. Okay. Oh. What's your show? <laughs> well, unless, I, I haven't gone this cycle, have I? Let me see. I think hey, I it's did. It's a new cycle. cycle, we just said that. Sure. Oh, all right, fair. Jesus Christ! All right, fine. I thought I'm sorry. I thought it was like I I was excited. What a all right, cheater. I won't. What? What show, Matt? The Bear. We're gonna watch The Bear because this is one of the best shows I've seen in a very very long time, and I want to share it with people. Like a bear. It's bear about or a big a bear. bear. No, it's called The Bear. The it's a Hulu original. Cocaine bear. bear. Oh my god! No, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing. To, well, it doesn't. It doesn't have many things. It's really a style now. of life. <laughs> Sorry, um, no, it's cool. Uh, it's actually it's a drama comedy. It's a half hour show. Uh, so I have two episodes all ready to go. It's basically about a uh, three Michelin star chef whose brother owns a sub shop in Chicago, and basically it's it's a story of um. Well, is everything all right, Crystal? No, it's okay. It, it, no, I was saying I want subs now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just me being hungry. Good, continue. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I mean, this show will do nothing to help you know to, to hurt that. Um, but basically, his his brother owns um, a shop, dies, and leaves him this restaurant. So he leaves his like Michelin star restaurant to go to like work in this like hole in the wall in Chicago. And throughout the two seasons that have aired so far, he kind of like transforms it into really good, you know, character driven show that displays emotion better than any television show I've ever seen. Is this the is the kid from is he from Shameless? Is he from Shameless? Let me check. Who the the main character? I think he's not really a kid. He's like Well he, I, I'm saying because I have random clips of Shameless show up on my TikTok and I think this show uh yes it is it's Jeremy Allen White. Yep. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's never a good thing. Because anytime Knight's heard of my show, she hates it. But you know what? I like this show so much, I don't care. I'm going to go with it. I'm Crystal, sorry, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't it's your trust this man. Funeral. I, you know what? I'm going many for many things. Like I, that's very judgmental of me to say, but like I'm side eyeing this man hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you shouldn't judge yet. Just it's it's you know it's a very good show, and um, it's it's a very Italian family. So, Crystal, I know you'll relate to how th these people handle every situation. He's supposed to be um, Italian. <laughs> I was just thinking that I'm like, I'm sorry. They're Chicago Italians, they're different. Okay, okay. Chicago yeah. Italians are different. It's, they're a different breed. It's different. Even Capone looked looked Italian. Wait, like, I have New this man don't a look question Italian. that has nothing to do with bears and Chicago Italians. Please What's move that? the strike. What bears. is that light on Matt's headset? It's part of his headset. <laughs> it's from ET. It's, it's the mic. Oh my. Yeah, and we, we had this discussion mouth. before you joined. So <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's okay. It's absolutely fine. I wish I could get rid of it. It's I can't. This is like the Starfield headset for Xbox, and like it has this light, and if I turn it off, it mutes the mic. Well, that's, that's dumb. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are all in agreement on that one. <laughs> oh, shit. We should just convince him to mute it without him realizing it. And then one of us just voices Matt for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> all right, do you want to do the intro for my show? We can, we can do it that way. Does someone else want to take over for me? I don't, I don't know your show. Please turn can. that light I off. Could, I could probably do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let me get ready with the transition, and then you can. Uh... Yeah, but like, what episodes are you doing? I got. I got to know. I got to know more. So yeah, yeah, we're watching mm-hmm. season one. And we're watching the pilot to give okay. you a background, and then we're watching uh, one of the best episodes from season two, which is later, where he's trying to like help this guy understand what it's like to do this stuff. So it's like two episodes that kind of like give the whole background of the show. Best episode, he says. Yeah, in my opinion. Okay, proceed. <laughs> I'm finding the uh, the transitional. Here we go again. Did you even found check it. the soundboard before we started recording? No, we're gonna. It's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna play Does he ever? Pants. Sometimes. No. All right, Sean. Do you uh you want to do my uh my outro to this episode? Or my, my, my transition? Go ahead. You can you can even do my voice. I'll mute myself. I can do your voice? Oh fuck. You don't know. Yeah. You don't have to. That was a joke. No. You can just do the you can you can pretend no. to be me, you can do the whole thing. No, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I got an idea. I gotta get a better idea. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in the voice of the bear from the books that I read to Max. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And I do need an exorcism. Thank you for reminding me, Knight. All right. <clears throat> Bear, let's go. <sighs> Why did you wake me up? <laughs> oh, it's time to watch a television program. <laughs> ah, this one. Oh, I like this show. You guys like food? Do you like beefy Italian men? Uh, and this is the show for you. It's funny and it touches your heart. It's a lot about cooking, but it's also about life. If you're a beautiful young man uh, and you have a fetish for saying, yes, sure. He's not wrong. They said that a fucking lot. It's. Season one, episode one of the bell called Pilot, and then it's some other episode from season two, which I think is the stronger season. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry. All right, let's go to Sean. First impressions. So it's first of all, I commend you on your episode choices. Uh, one, you picked great episodes. Two, they actually happen to be the two episodes of the Bear that I've actually seen. Oh shit! I am so sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it was perfect. Because um, I actually hadn't finished the pilot, um, and I watched the the last one the most the 
season two episode that we just watched mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago um, over at, I was going to settle on Tinkerbell. But it just sounds too um, pejorative. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll find another one. I'll just say New That's Girl's fair. House for now. Uh, I watched mm-hmm. New Girl's House. And I think that, first of all, it's a, it's a good pilot. I think it sets up a lot of like, interesting dynamics and things and it kind of yeah. leaves you with more questions it's like what happened to this family and like i don't know these things because i haven't actually watched the first season um other than that one pilot the second episode i when i watched it the first time i really liked it and it kind of hooked me in in a way that the pilot didn't yeah um and i think like the acting in that episode is just like phenomenal and that last scene with um uh, was it olivia coleman mm-hmm. it's chef terry like uh i will be the first to tell you that i cry all the time like i was sitting here crying i mean it's oh just, yeah like it's so good and it's so easy to relate to everything they're saying to each other even though it's circumstances that are so different from anything that happened in my life exactly right yeah and then I, I can also relate to Richie too, you know, like the single parent perspective. And I think kind of seeing that side of things, like that scene where he's like cleaning up his apartment, you know, yeah. early in the morning. I mean, I know exactly what that feels like. I know the the stress, but also like this feeling of pride that comes over you because it's like you want to make that space like good for your child and you want to make it feel clean and safe but also you want to feel like it's theirs too and like i i get that you know and so like the stuff with him listening to the taylor swift in the car like (laughs) i mean max doesn't listen to taylor swift i wish he would rather listen to taylor swift than imagine dragons but we can't (laughs) that's fair but like but i think also just like kind of i understand exactly where he's coming from with that because there's a lot of music now that i associate with like being a, a dad and being a single dad and like the two of us just goofing out together in the car. And, um, yeah. you know, I think that it's just a really good show and I think I'm kind of shocked at how good it is. I, um, that's the kind of way I felt and why I was so passionate about showing it to you guys as soon as possible. I, uh, I watched the whole thing in one day. I could not stop. I watched both seasons in one day, um, <laughs> staying up way too late. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm probably cap- on the verge of that. I'm probably like a slow work day away from doing that. So oh, there you go. I I can yeah. say it's worth it. Again, I'm very biased because this show uh, hit me in a way that not many television programs can. And uh, yeah, so I I am I understand. Um, all right, Crystal. What about what about you? Sorry, I, I with the dog. Then, I apologize. No, it's not your fault that the dog's screaming at me. I do apologize to future you or future me, whoever ends up editing this episode. That's um, fair. I do. I agree with Sean's assessment that the second episode you showed us hooked me more than the pilot did. Okay, fair. Predominantly because I wanted to punch Carmine in the face. <laughs> so hard. But I, I think I needed to show the pilot to. Under, so you understood the characters. Yeah, so no, the no, next no. I, I do absolutely appreciate this combination of episodes for the yeah. selection that you did. Um, because one, I'm glad to see that there's a bit of a character. There's obviously like a character arc. Yeah. For him. 
overall, but like especially just within the breadth of the second episode that you showed us. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been a long time since I've seen a live action show mm-hmm. or something that's not trying to keep dedicated to a written media piece. Yeah. Actually dedicate time to a character getting it or stepping into the shoes of another character in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, because, like, that, that second episode you showed us, like, it, you can see at each beat of the episode, like, him starting, like, him being absolutely reticent to even do this. Yeah. To him getting the idea, to him accepting the idea, and then to him, like, fully understanding it. Mm-hmm. Um, the audio cues in the background are also really good. I do also appreciate this is obviously a more recent thing than I've seen, mm-hmm. and I have like I obviously haven't watched too many live action things post like that that were like produced and put out post like twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, or well, more specifically, post like 2018, 2019, po- post lockdown. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, to, to this audio team, one, thank you for <laughs> mixing at a level where I can fucking hear the characters <laughs> <laughs> Always without subtitles, but also like it, it's a really nice touch for like the background sounds. So, like, the, the kind of like, kettle or arguably that even could have just been like a pot with like a steam escape that does the same Mm -hmm. thing that a kettle does for you know the rising irritation level in the the pilot and then the persistent like alarm beeping yeah at the start of the second episode that you showed us like little subtle cues like that to give almost like a subconscious insight into like the mindset and even marry the viewer's experience to what mm-hmm. the character is experiencing a yeah. little bit um, is a really nice audio touch. I don't know this if that's sh- just the I, I don't know if that's just the audio nerd <laughs> but it, no, this show nice touch. does an incredible job. There is an episode um, I never thought that like I've seen so many people act a panic attack. But I've never. There's an episode in this show, and I'm not. I'm trying to keep as much, um, say as little as possible outside of these episodes, that somehow captures viscerally what it's like to have a panic attack with noise, with the sounds, with like just everything overwhelming. Like I cannot believe they did it so well, and I think it's a it's a testament to how they combined the editing and the audio to make it that like. You, you really felt it, and whether that, I think it just—it's insane. But again, I was just agreeing. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right, night thoughts. Oh no, it's okay. You, uh, um, mm, I had a rough time with this, mostly because. Okay. I've obviously not worked in a fancy restaurant such as this episode, <laughs> but I've worked sure. in food and beverage. 
with like just chaos going so like immediately being thrust into that first episode i was like i hate everything yeah uh, <laughs> i hate how i understand tense everything the, is the, the trauma pedal. response was yeah. real <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I hate everything all oh, the behind i still say behind i don't even work in food and beverage now you're <laughs> like i'm so glad you say behind when you walk behind somebody i'm like well that's that's what's fucking used for thanks <laughs> i said court I am... and they're, they're like why do you say oh it makes sense because you're going around court exactly that's why you shout out these words <laughs> i am sorry i made you relive that Although I will argue that it's a testament to the episode that makes you feel something at all uh, that, to its quality, but that's that's just my opinion. Please continue. Sorry to interrupt. Um, so I so yeah, I had a tough time with it, um, but like, so just merely being like remembering that, but just a situation where it's like a character coming into this kind of established place it's not established but like everyone has <laughs> a system and they don't want to change the system because they're stuck in their ways i hate that yeah. so much it just drives me up a fucking wall and then seeing the second <laughs> episode like it's cool because like you can kind of see like where the main character comes from like what the background he has and why he does the things he does and he's giving yeah. his cousin like a a taste of what that felt like and it's like we're mm-hmm. not just about making money we're about making a good memory yeah which was like a nice relaxation compared to like the first episode <laughs> where it was just intense the entire time I hate everything but the beeping at the beginning was getting, driving me yeah. fucking wall um, again sorry I, I think I needed to show that first episode so you can understand what's happening in that next one but every episode um, again they're, they're revamping the whole restaurant if it wasn't obvious uh, by the second season and um, every kind of person in the staff has this kind of realization that Richie did. I don't think any of the other episodes are as profound as Richie's where he's going through this, you know, working in a Michelin, three Michelin star restaurant, all this stuff. But it's amazing to see these transformations in these characters. And anyway, please continue tonight. No, that was pretty much a, um, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, no worries. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts? I'm anxious to hear. Yeah, what are your I, thoughts? I, I, you know, I, I, you, you got, you got me on this one. This is really good. I really like the <laughs> development. Uh, I'm Thank done you. the first season right now, so I can watch it after, <laughs> I finish, after we finish Silo tomorrow. So, good, yeah. good. I am so happy. Um, just be prepared. Um, uh, you will, if you're anything like me, uh, you will watch the whole thing, seasons one and two very quickly they're not that long episodes um i will say they really go out of their way for the cameos in some of these uh, as you already saw um and the christmas episode especially is crazy but um it, it is an experience that i highly recommend um and it, it really sucks that i got into it just as season two aired and we have to wait at least a couple years before season three which is the worst because you know uh the writer strike and everything but Apparently, we're getting a season three, and that's all I care about. No. Um, First class. No. So. Good choice. I liked, it. I liked it. It was really good. It was, that, that second episode was really the... <laughs> still there. Very good character. Right? Good writing. I know. 
I, 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 it's, thank you. It, it, it's, it's, and I'm taking credit for the fucking show. I'm not like, it's not yeah, me. Yeah, man. Good job uh, on the show. You crushed it. <laughs> no, but you're right. It's just every, it, it always feels like that. And then like, again, just seeing what it takes to get from that first episode to, to this second one is so cool. Just the whole experience and everything that happens and understanding what happened to the family to the brother, to the reason, you know, this, this kitchen looks like this and all this stuff. It's, it's, it, it's insane. And that's all I'll say. Um, anyone else have any other th- thoughts or anything they'd like to, you know, point out? All right. Um, I'm going to just stall because uh, we're waiting on Crystal to return so she can take part in the voting. Um so let me, uh, I guess, just ask questions about it. So I, I actually just was thinking about something. Oh, please. You know, I, I think that obviously some of the themes, and I'm imagining a lot of this because, again, I don't, these are the two episodes I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's this notion that, like, Carmine doesn't, or, or Bear or whatever, doesn't respect Richie and Richie doesn't respect him because they don't understand each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the reasons that the second act episode we watch is so effective in that way, like character development wise was it's literally about respect. Like everything that they're talking to Richie about yeah. inside the restaurant is just about respect, like on down to like chef Terry, like cutting the mushroom or peeling the mushrooms at the end. Yeah. And like, I think it's, I'm interested to see where that goes from there with like his role, like Richie and, and Bear's relationship. Um, yeah. Um, the reason he's Bear is his la- the, the the family name is Bersato. Bersato. Okay. So the, the, he's, his nickname is the Bear. Um, okay. yeah. And then, yeah, it's Carmine. Carmine. He doesn't really look like a bear. He kind of looks like a teddy bear. Like, he's <laughs> really cute. I mean, I, my. I've doxed him a million times. My son's name is Max. I call him Moose. He does not look like a moose. Uh, (laughs) You you got me there. It's fair. Um, Yeah, it's it's the... I'm trying not to give... I'm trying to say these things without giving anything away. There is something that bothered me. Oh, please. Yes, let's talk about it. So the motherfucker lost his knife. Obviously, it's not his fault. Somebody else was like throwing shit around. Um, So he was using a, a... Like a dull knife... Didn't yeah. realize he had cut himself, but we never see him go back to the veggies he was cutting. So like, there's probably <laughs> blood in those vegetables. They are tainted, <laughs> but knowing this this shop, they probably served it, or at least that's what I believe. Since we never went back to it, I, I would like to believe that Carmine, being in charge, is a little bit a higher standard than that, and would not serve those veggies. Okay, but here's the thing: he went to the bathroom, right? Um, I don't recall him washing his hands. He might have took some tums, so he had his hand to his mouth, and then, and then he didn't wash his hands, and then he ran his hands through his greasy ass hair, and he still didn't wash his hands. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> I am very so. You are absolutely right. That first episode um, threw off my anxiety, by the way, so bad. I am, <laughs> I am so sorry, but I think it it, it does. That's that's kind of the whole point. Like, the, the, like it's what he's going through, and he's anxious, and you see his panic attacks, and his like the next episode, you see he's so obviously if you get like the little tidbits, he's a three Michelin star. Like he worked at one of the best restaurants in the world. 
mm. right? He is like one of the top chefs and then something happens. Um, but you see him working that kitchen and you see like the amount of stress that was on him every single day. Um, one of my favorite, this is not really that much of a spoiler, but this is one of my favorite speeches in the show is, uh, the, the, um, Sydney, the female chef that he hires on that first day, um, asks him like later in, in the show, what it felt like to get the call that you, uh, you got three stars and <laughs> he basically said abject terror of what it would mean for my life to keep three stars now. And that's kind of like the the whole point of the show is, is like you have to really love this because it little like it will take everything from you and you'll get nothing in return. So like why are you doing that? And that's like and it's it's, it's really interesting to watch his character. He's like, yeah, this is this is killing him, but he loves it somehow. It's it's really interesting to me to see like that kind of like juxtaposition of like such chaos. Such it's a- absolutely causing him mental anguish, but he's still there every day, and figuring out why, and why he can't give it up, is is one of the big parts of the show. I I don't I cannot answer your question about the the bloody vegetables. I am going to so close. I, <laughs> no because he didn't wash his hands between eating tums and wiping his hair through his hand through his hair. I am led to believe he did nothing about those vegetables. I will say in every other episode, it is very clear that he wears uh, gloves. Well, no, no, so his vegetables. I, <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Not um, when he ran his hand through his greasy ass hair. <laughs> so this just reminded me of the summer I worked at Lakeside Deli in Verona. Um, yeah. And I um I caught my finger on the deli slicer while I was Ooh. slicing tomatoes. God. Ooh. And ah! I was going slow enough that, like, I didn't, I didn't, obviously, I didn't chop my finger off. Um, but it, it just nicked it. Like, I caught, it was just, like, just, no joke, just, like, just the tip, like, just the tip. And, <laughs> um, and I remember just, like, that feeling, though, because it was, like, like, the cleanest cut I've ever had anywhere on my body. Right, like not like like in terms of like how perfect the cut went into my skin, because this is made for using yeah. deli meat, um, and I was just like, oh fuck, I have no idea what happened to that tomato. I have no idea what happened to the deli slicer. I know I went to the back. I know I um, think I like basically pressured it because it, it started bleeding like crazy. Because this first of all, it's your hand. Second of all, it's like. It's like it was like a deep but perfect little cut, uh, and so like I think I probably got like pressure on it, and I probably put a bunch of rubber cement on it, not rubber cement, um, like like uh, liquid band aid, mm. um, and then I wrapped that, and then I put a glove on it, but then the glove was like troublesome, so I just did like the one finger sleeve, <laughs> and then I went back. I have no idea what happened with the deli slicer. I have no idea. Like, I don't even know if people noticed. I feel like it was kind of like on a downtime. Because if it was like really busy, we wouldn't be slicing tomatoes on the deli slicer. As someone yeah. who, who had to work in a kitchen at Universe, I shouldn't name it, but at a, at a theme park, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that get by before oh, sure. you can like even like consciously be aware of it happening. Like, you'll remember it after something's already out. Like, Oh, yeah. something happened to that piece of chicken, but the chicken's already <laughs> gone. 
It's like, uh, where did that chicken go? It's already been served. Was somebody go get it because something happened to that sandwich? Oh my god! At least at a, at least at a theme park or a restaurant or a theme park, you're not at least serving like regulars. You know, like <laughs> coming in. Like if they're at the theme park for a few days, like maybe they come in a couple times. They really like the place, but like no, I think it's worse. With, like it's it's. <sighs> I always say that you you should work at a theme park for one summer just so you can become a little more human. Because wow. the way you are treated by these customers is so horrible. Like, they treat you like you are a cyborg. Damn. Like, well, they, they might think you are. <laughs> depending on the theme park. Um, They're... they're absolutely horrendous and then they're always like well at disney that you can do this well we're not disney, cool why aren't so you at disney i can't help oh. you there <laughs> because they have criminal records i will Nikki's also i think that's true sure about that <laughs> i think that's true um oh man i, I will <laughs> say that i have never had people try to scam me more than when i worked at photo booth at a theme park um in terms of just like trying any which way to like con a free package out of something and i don't know if that's just because it's just like oh well it's a theme park it's already expensive and like but people still want stuff or if it's just people just trying to see what they can get away with I'm not sure. It might I, be a combination. I had gotten so good at selling um, pro memberships at Stop of the Games strictly mm. because of working at that theme park. Because yep. everything had just become so natural to just be like, oh, well, if you get this, you get like this refillable thing for this long mm -hmm. for you can come back every fucking year. And it just yep. became like breathing. And I remember when I finally put in my two weeks for GameStop, they're like, are you sure you want to leave? Have you seen your membership sales? No, I it, haven't. Yeah, it's always <laughs> like, have you seen your numbers? And it's like, funny how you think that that matters to me. <laughs> like, th th that's a you problem. <laughs> um, oh. No, um, but I for sure. Especially after working at Photo Booth at Theme Park. Um, when they started with the flash drives. Ah. For for the season. Um, Interesting. Yes, Matt, you're tapping. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, sorry, no, no, that. no, please. I was that was just, I wasn't like trying to like I was holding nervously. Tick the, a little charger. Sorry. Can we get you one of those one of those like little clicky clacky, three D printed slugs or something? Yes, please. <laughs> I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I feel like you wouldn't necessarily like the <laughs> things. I would run out of bubble pop and I'd be like, what do I do now? Well, no, the the ones where like you they're supposed to be similar to like popping like bubble wrap, but they're just like oh. the, the silicone and you pop them from one direction to the Some other. Some people use it for ice cubes. We, yeah. Oh, that, that's kind of brilliant. Even though I don't think those are food that grade, is, so they really shouldn't. <laughs> that is good. Um, well, maybe I want little little ice cube balls to to shoot at things. That's a very good idea. I didn't think about that. Um, either way, the the point 
well, you guys are talking about the knife that they took. That knife was thousands of dollars. I want you that, just to yeah, like, I saw I saw I that figured, etching in the blade, and I'm like, oh no, that one was expensive. If you're a chef <laughs> from a three star restaurant, yeah, yeah, that's that's it's like, like a the massive meltdown. That's like somebody's getting stabbed with the dull knife meltdown. <laughs> I was waiting for it actually. I was like, his cousin's been going off on him, and that knife is expensive. Is he about without, to stab his cousin? <laughs> without saying anything, at some point in season one, someone in the kitchen does get stabbed, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Can you tell me because I probably well hold on. Forgot we haven't voted. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, uh, I mean, I, I I will tell you afterwards, and I'm I'm happy to uh, message you the, who gets stabbed. Um, anyway, all right. Speaking of which, does anyone have anything else to say or ask questions about before we move to voting? I used to like hiding in the lakeside deli walk-in freezer in the basement. Uh, I would go in there. I'd shut the door. You could open it from the inside safely without getting locked in. I would sit on a stack of frozen hamburger meat as long as I possibly could, so I would avoid working. Godspeed to uh, those in food service. You are truly angels among. <laughs> and I can help. say, without a shadow of doubt, people in this show do that a lot. Yeah. The walk-in freezer is a is a haven it's for people. The, it's too. it's the thickest room. Of course, that's where they go. It's the safest place to scream. <laughs> well, I used to Aladdin some um, some dinner rolls in a in a uh, abandoned bathroom in the manor when I was a banquet server. Damn! Shove them in my tuxedo pockets, and I'd sneak off to the other side of the complex where there was an abandoned bathroom. I would just sit in there, just just shoving rolls in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I hated going into the cooler or freezer because where I worked, they also had a milkshake machine. So after a certain time, you had to stay in the freezer and reorganize all of the frozen solid milkshake flavors. It was the fucking worst. Damn, I am so sorry. That sounds awful. What like was it like a just like the back end of a milkshake machine or like the whole thing in the freezer? No, so there's like the machine, the milkshake machine, but like to refill it, you had, well, I don't know how many pounds it was, pounds of milkshakes, so we had chocolate and vanilla, and you'd just be in the freezer just reorganizing them in first in first out, and sometimes that would take like out an hour. <laughs> oh my god. Damn. All right. Let us move to the voting portion. Crystal, the bear, bingeworthy. Why or why not? I didn't. I didn't think so at first. <laughs> okay. But, I, I, but at, at least when you were initially introducing it, because I was like, mm, not very fond of slice of life or real Fair world enough. thought processes. But. <laughs> I do actually enjoy the acting, what I've seen of the story so far. Um, and I do, I do legitimately want to see how they turn this little, like, 
deli shop with like three arcade machines around because i did notice <laughs> in that second episode that you showed us like they were in the middle of like finishing up major renovations yep and um, i will not tell you how you got there so you gotta you know it's a it, whole arc. that's that's totally fair because my vote <laughs> is yes binge worthy fair enough uh steve the bear binge worthy why or why not yeah uh, i'm going with yes uh Second episode really caught me, so I'm gonna go. I'm I'm downloading the first season now. So I I cannot. That's nothing else to say. All right, Sean, binge worthy. Why or why not? What if I swerved you and said no right now? Oh, no, I, I, I mean, I have a hard yes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna turn heel on you. Top ten anime betrayals. Uh, solid, solid, solid yes. Um, okay. You finally convinced me to binge this show. Uh, which awesome is, you know yeah so thank you fine oh this has been a conversation in the past then i take it between you two no no yeah. no no i me personally like i when the second season came out i heard so many people talking about the show and i was like all mm. right i'll give the first episode a try and i watched it or watched most of it but i wasn't in like the right headspace and gotcha. I wasn't, like totally paying attention to it so i was like i appreciate this i'm gonna walk away and then a few weeks ago, I went to New Girl's house, and she was just like, "Well, I'm just like watching the last couple episodes um, tonight." And we watched that that episode that we watched. Oh, so I guess I've seen three in the episode after it, because mm-hmm. um, I remember more about the fire testing or whatever. The, yep, yeah. yep, that's a whole thing. So I watched the second episode, the episode after that one too, and I was like, "Wow, this is like really good." Um, but again, that was also like watching with someone who's already watched it up to that point. So I was like, mm-hmm, "Okay." Um, <laughs> so now I'm I'm like motivated to to binge it. And I'm awesome. Worried because I've got shit to do for work this week. So we'll see. I am so sorry. Okay, night. Uh the bear binge worthy. Why or why not? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. So this is tough. Okay. Cause I can't say I would binge watch this just because of how it made me feel from that first episode. <laughs> yeah, the service I, I feel, trauma. Listen, I, I already <laughs> I feel awful. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and I feel like a lot of people who worked in food and beverage because they just had to. That was what they had to. Could, the only thing they had opportunity to for money at the time to do. I think they would also be like upset with it. Sure. But I feel like with like the way the story carries and the way you see like different point of views from different characters and see their growth like that's something that's gonna want to bring people back and like even in that second episode i was like wait who's this person why is she upset oh that's his that's his ex-wife oh but he's still wearing the ring oh my god yeah 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 it's it's amazing how like just the framing just seeing that you know you could because it was never a big issue. Like you knew he had an ex-wife cause he has a child, but it wasn't until you see them him like his phone up to her, like when she's talking, when he's still wearing that ring that like all of this emotion kind of like, Oh fuck, this is, this is bigger. And then even tying in the Taylor Swift thing. But like, you see him able to get over that, like by listening to Taylor Swift and doing that and making himself feel better. All right. I'm gushing. I apologize. Please continue. Night. <laughs> My bad. Um, so with that, I feel like with the character growth, I would say it's probably binge worthy because I'm sure people, you know, they kind of like character growth. <laughs> Fair. 
And I, I promise as, to make it up to you, I will uh, tell you who gets stabbed. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood. We like good stories and good characters. Maybe taste some people. Oh, and, and orig- original stories and original characters, not um, remakes and mm, not mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, further mm-hmm. adaptations of pre-existing characters that have been done ad nauseum. Uh, yeah. Poor, poor, poor Thomas and Martha Wayne. I don't know uh, how many times these people have been murdered. They've died so Everybody many knows times. You don't have to keep murdering them. Everybody knows what happened. It's fine. Just, just let it go. DC, mm. please just let them stay in their grave. Oh, not oh, to get too man. far let off topic, rest. though, now that I'm thinking about DC shit. Um, but we can continue this after. Uh, I started watching The Flash, and I had to walk away. And I Oh, was, no. Yeah. 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 We need to talk that about that. Sounds about right. That I, sounds we like knew it wasn't going to be good. That sounds like after show material. So the I will show leave. Or the movie? Okay. I, oh no, go ahead. The, the movie. The, the movie. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a whole. Deep, we can I'm do a deep dive. I, um, I'm not ragging on your boy, Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shows. That shows pretty solid, at least for a little while. That's fair. Um, but yeah, how is it like you take a show that literally has a simple, you know, like it, it's it's about a chef. But if you just make the characters good, it can be compelling. Mm-hmm. It can be about anything. Like, just, you know, good writing, not AI. I, I can guarantee you AI did not write that show. Oh, sorry. I know, Trigger. I'm sorry. But... No, no, no. I, don't <laughs> that wasn't at you. That was at the here. situation. <laughs> did you Did you listen to Brian Cranston's... I don't, it's unfair to call it a rant or a diatribe because he's right but he was uh, on the picket lines at least today or a day or two ago and went on and on about the AI stuff and made a lot of obviously excellent, well-informed points about that just being fucking terrible. Wow. So, yeah. All right. I will listen. That is a good, good thing to, uh, to say as we end this episode. Um, who wants final thoughts? Anyone volunteer? Wash your fucking hands. when serving food to other people please please wash your hands especially if you have greasy hair wash your fucking hands (laughs) and your and your uh, your uh, power wash your rice what what did you say which part did you say wash the veggies oh okay I heard veggies is the the Jews. Wash the Jews. I definitely did not say what. Like, no, we're not talking <laughs> no. about your. We're not talking about your what wedding practices. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Which is this is you know it, th- this has actually come full circle because my YouTube deep dive was the Nuremberg trials. So there you go. I can I can answer this in a single question for you yeah <laughs> what is it steve oh maybe it's more of a musing okay Please lay it on me joke. i took all my savings converted it to cash and put it into a boat and i feel so much better now that my money is offshore <laughs> good night everybody <laughs>
a envelope full of anthrax, Steve. <laughs> I've got so many more to hurt you. You have no idea. Why do you just have them locked and loaded? What's Sean doing to you? You don't keep lists? <laughs> no, not a psychopath. Well, maybe you should go to the Ted Kaczynski School of Thought because no. <laughs> Keeping lists. Wow. It's like right next to where I sit. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Where do you get that? Do you get that uh, like you know uh, professionally like? Oh, it was Target marketed to me on Instagram. Oh, oh okay. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I want to get stuck. Oh, it's uh. So there is an episode where it's it's almost uh-huh. on purpose, uh-huh. but Richie backs into Sydney's knife and gets stabbed in the ass. so like she threatens to stab him which knife in one scene and then like 10 oh it's her knife it it was not it was not yeah it was one of the (laughs) i'd much rather be stabbed with a sharp knife if i'm getting stabbed and it's going through i give me the sharp knife So oh, when I was selling Cutco knives when I was in college, yeah, um, I don't know if I've told the story on the pod or not before. Uh, basically, I would do these demos. And I don't know if people know what Cutco is. They're not sponsoring. It's actually a cult, and it's a pyramid scheme, and it's a multi-level marketing. Is scheme. it called so, Cutco? Cutco. Cutco. C U T C O. Fuck those people. Um, Anyways. This is now binge-worthy's official stance, <laughs> which is fine because Sean's right; they they are indeed a pyramid scheme. No, and I, and I I was actually very good at selling these knives, and they took me down to Atlantic City for like a convention that summer that I was selling them. And I swear, the the people that like lead that group, like with the right wording, probably could have got that entire room of uh, sheeple to start like saying like Zeke Heil like it was like fucking oh my god there. like it was just like fuck get me out of here anyways I was good at selling the knives so oops sorry I was doing a demo in my friend's kitchen for his parents and I was showing the chef's knife actually and how like at the the back of the blade of the chef's knife where it like right before it joins the handle there's like a little notch and the notch mm. isn't sharp but it's basically there so you your finger has like a little extra room and you can control the knife better. And I remember showing that to them as like a cool feature of the chef's knife, but I let my finger just slide a little bit too far on the back corner of the blade. And I knew it the second it happened, I didn't make a face as far as I know. I shoved my right hand, I'm right-handed, into my pocket, my jean pocket, and I finished the demo, whatever, 20 minutes of it, with my left hand, only using my left hand. So wow. this demo, sell a bunch of knives to them. They're all happy. My friend who's watching this whole thing unfold, he comes up to me and he just like looks at me and just goes like, is your finger okay? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I, I saw that. I also know you're right-handed and you stopped using your right hand like halfway through. What's going on? I was like, um, I think I might need a Band-Aid. And he's like, Okay. And I'm like, I try to pull my hand, and my finger had gone oh, no. inside my pocket. Oh no! Oh my god! So oh, I, like, I just you know, know that hurt like a bitch to pull back. I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go home. I'm just gonna go home, <laughs> and I'll take care of this there. there. Oh, how did you? 
I don't even want to know how you got your hand out. Um, I think I, I think I like poured like warm water. I, I was about to say, please tell me you at least like soaked it or something. Yeah, to try no, to I, like, I think I like, took the jeans off. I think I poured warm water on it, and it it, it had stopped. It wasn't bleeding anymore. It sealed mm. a while ago, but like, yeah, no, I was just like, oh shit, yeah. So, oh my god! Get cut with a sharp knife if you're gonna get cut with a knife. Don't get cut with a dull knife and have it like fuck up all the skin. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, the first topic of conversation is uh, Flash. What happened to your viewing experience? Okay, so... Because I know you were just excited DC as I was. made it and didn't cut a certain actor. That's fair. Well, it was, you know what? I went into it without, without trying to judge Ezra Miller. I had recently watched... Um, how do I? I think I watched like a YouTuber reaction to Batman, not Batman versus Superman, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it was like one of these YouTube reactors that I like that I like mm-hmm. value their opinion. And so I remember watching that, and I remember when I watched the Snyder cut, and I, and like even the much shittier Joss Whedon version. Oop, um, I don't know, Steve. I might have I missed remember the message. Like the message, yeah. Right. He, he will try to rejoin if he can. Gotcha. Um, I remember kind of like appreciating Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. Like I also was in the, hey Grant Gustin should be the Flash. This is shitty. <laughs> but like I was like, you know what? Like there are things about Ezra Miller's portrayal like that. I I was like, okay, you know, we'll give it a shot. Fine. Like I'm not like pissed off about this or anything. Um, and I tried to go into that movie, like open-minded the flash that is open-minded and the first it's like the first act like the first like action set piece which is the very beginning of the movie involves like batfleck batfleck mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever and alfred and the flash and the whole thing it just i feel like i've seen that scene like a million times and i get like the flash is supposed to be lighter um a bit you know campier funnier even but it just there was something about it that just seemed really off and it wasn't like ben affleck was trying to be all weird and brooding and you know it was just like it was like i was watching a bad cartoon adaptation of like the flash or justice league or something like that and it just really turned me off from it and i'm like this movie's two and a half hours long at least i'm like i'm not i might go back into it just to skip to see like some of the michael keaton stuff and then um fuck it i'm burning this place to the ground anyways the george clooney bruce ween cameo at the very end of that movie yeah Um, but like i'm like no i'm not watching that entire movie at that no way (laughs) ezra's miller's um wow the word just fucking escaped me his uh, flash made me think of Logan Lerman playing Percy Jackson in those movies, and I dislike that greatly. Damn, that's a so I, I've never seen Percy Jackson either. So I like... mean, I didn't hate the movies; they weren't the best okay. movies. But like, I can clearly remember when the first movie was showing trailers on TV. And I can just remember where he's like, this is a pen. 
it's something about that scene was just like iconic for whatever reason but when you actually watch the movie and get to that scene you're like oh that's just really cringy it's it's not actually that good so that's ezra's miller his their uh entire did you you watch the whole movie night no i refuse to watch that movie i do not want to okay fair fair um that's that touche i cannot argue with i that wanted point. to see michael keaton because yes but uh, I, michael keaton yeah of course but how I'll, was michael keaton by the way sean i don't know i didn't get to that part i was just oh I was like, fuck i can't stop i cannot stomach this this is like not where i am and i'm like maybe if i were like shwasted and i were doing other things that didn't require me to sit there and watch the movie i could get to like organically get to the part with michael keaton in it but there That's was just fair. absolutely no way. I was... It was funny because I saw something today on, um, I want to say it was Reddit, maybe even? It was one of the social media sites. I don't know. It was probably the Reddit or Facebook. I don't go on whatever X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to say the X? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, variable. Um, I saw this group and they were like, because the flash tanked at the box office it made like 108 million dollars against like a 200 plus million dollar budget um they were gonna they're actually contemplating apparently wb was contemplating making a batman beyond live action with michael keaton and people were like no no like you gotta like watch this movie now like even though it did bad at the box office like just watch this movie so like people show like there's interest and it's just like Maybe you just didn't have to do Michael Keaton dirty like that and put him in a terrible movie. <laughs> Facts. Um, Knight, you were going to say something in the middle of that. I was just going to say, I was also on the Grant Gustin side where I was like, you had a great personality being Barry Allen. Like, this was pretty spot on. Later on episodes, maybe not so great because of the writers, <laughs> but... Uh, Fair. Uh, but I thought he did a wonderful job. Uh, I was really happy that Tom Cavanaugh was very much like, why are you guys being dumb? Grant Gustin is here. He would totally do it. He's the best Barry Allen I've seen by far. Um, Ezra Miller just was not a Barry Allen for me. Maybe a Bart Allen, but... <laughs> Youch. He's not my favorite either. No, I meant towards Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not yeah. really. Fair enough. Um, anything else anyone wants to get off their chest? Uh, this is the time to do it. We got plenty I, of time. I'm actually good. I'm gonna say that the best adaptation of Flash is in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and it's played by um, Michael Rosenbaum. Our, our, our boy, Michael <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was that was very, very exciting. I got to um, see him, and he's just the sweetest man ever. And it's so funny because he literally was doing um, filming Smallville, and at the same time, he was recording for League Justice League. So I had a chance to ask him, like, how does it feel to be going from like a bad guy to a good guy? He's like, it's a little trippy, but like there was that one cool episode of me being Lex Luthor. The great brain <laughs> I love that episode. Um, wow! I, I love the scene where I have no idea who this is. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna, at least I can finally figure out who the Flash is. 
I have no idea who this is. <laughs> so, Knight, do you listen to um, the Smallville rewatch podcast? I try to. I don't have as much time to do it, but I I, uh, oh, I try to. Listen. I've got I've got a long drive to to take Tiny Tim to school every morning and come back over here. So I well, it's like regular uh, Wednesday morning listening. Maybe I, move to a smaller state then. <laughs> I might be able to listen to more podcasts. Um, I am going through a background check for a job right now. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. Wait, is it the reason you're worried is because you have too many skeletons in your closet? You're not going to pass the background <laughs> check? <laughs> I no, have she's... a lot of bad luck, okay? Like, I'm just... All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she, she's talked to me off and on as she's been going through this process. It's it's not that. It's... it's like, no, I understand. Everything's done online because it's based in D.C., but I'll be working Tuesday through Thursday at DC, but be working from home Monday and Friday. So all the paperwork is being done online. I'll be working for the government. Damn. The federal government? Um, yeah. I don't know if she asked that question. Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, so I'm just doing, I'm a website production coordinator. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for the government, that's an easy job because they don't have a budget. So <laughs> I just get paid so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I have holidays again. Yeah, and weekends. a great pension, great benefits. Government jobs are, you know, have great benefits. So I can actually buy groceries. <laughs> <laughs> For any of our international listeners, yes, it's rough here in the U.S. Don't come. It, I'm not saying so that much to be xenophobic. Robin. I'm saying it's way worse than you would ever dream. Yeah. Why do you yeah, think no, I'm in over here? There's a why do you think I'm in Canada right now? Probably as a travel advisory when it comes to visiting <laughs> us. Please listen to the travel advisory. Honestly, Mexico, you'll do better in Mexico. It, it, it's nice. They've got great beaches. The Any flooding really you hear problem. about in the United States it's is just fine. our tears. <laughs> or go to Canada if you like winter. I don't know. Matt can speak to that. But like, uh, don't, I mean, don't come here. Don't come here. <laughs> Vancouver's kind of nice. It's like, you know, all we can nice see city. are lights. So that's, that's not. Small right. That could be stars for all we know, like big ass stars. Ryan Reynolds is somewhere out there, probably. I don't <laughs> <laughs> he's, I mean, generally, he's he is somewhere out there. Yeah, generally that's true. He, he's kidnapped Hugh Jackman, and he's been, and he and Hugh Jackman are just doing a I, Deadpool Wolverine bit out in the woods somewhere. That movie, Did you know the sets on everything is shut down? Not shut down, but like on pause for that. It, it's yeah. We're on day 119, I think it is, of the WGA sure. strike. I would like to say that there is a science center. Somewhere in the city that I want to go to in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. that has a movie that is like one of those nature documentaries about bears, <laughs> narrated by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I need to see it. Wait, he's Canadian, right? Like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like that's yeah. why his name that's on so... um, Twitter is Van City Reynolds. That's so funny because oh, in the proposal, I know I thought about that too before. Yeah. They reverse it. Sandra Bullock is not a, a like reliable person to play a Canadian. I, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they're going to do a sequel to 
movie that she did that she won the Oscar for, The Blind Side. Can they do a Blind Side too about what uh, Michael Orr actually <laughs> she's, went through? Have you seen how much heat she's catching just for playing in that movie since the news dropped about the story that it was based on? Call no. me unsurprised. Like I, I actually don't watch the news. So what happened? Uh, the so the story that it was that the Blind Side is based on uh-huh. is effectively a lie. Oh, mm. um, oh, I did hear about be, that. Yeah, so um, the player whose name unfortunately escapes me because more so because I don't pay attention to because you don't sports. watch sports. Yeah, Michael, yeah, sports Michael ball. Yeah, yes, name. thank Michael. you. Get that. Um, do something with it. When <laughs> when they adopted him, they didn't actually adopt him. They tricked him into kind of like a conservatorship. Uh, Good lord. So, so he <laughs> so he yeah, once again we have a problem with a conservatorship. Hooray. Um so they were getting, you know, the the money and the access to to whatever funds in relation to him being in the house, but he wasn't part of the family and thus wasn't entitled to anything like that any of the other kids in the family would be entitled to. Did they um, know that hmm. they made this? Did they know this prior? As far as I've heard so far, with that the like the production team, I don't know, but I don't know about the company. But at the very least, the production team and like any of the actors didn't didn't know when it came. So why to, they get like, mad at her? <laughs> because know. the internet decides to sometimes, not even sometimes, a lot of the times, people on the internet, especially if they're chronically on the internet, direct their rage in towards the face, the messenger, so to speak, instead of the actual root of the issue. The root of the issue is obviously the family that didn't actually adopt this man when he was younger and then decided to just kind of use him for a cash cow to fund themselves and... I have a a topic. Oh! Because we're talking about movies and and actors getting in trouble for their roles that they... (laughs) Yeah. So there's um, a novel that was made into a movie. I never read this novel. It's a romance novel. Um, it's red, white, it's something. I I can't remember the name of it. Basically, it stars two male leads. They, they're a gay couple. Um, I, I can't remember the, the actors' names. They're not big names. Uh, one of the guys was in the Netflix movie series um, The Kissing Booth. And the other guy was in a Netflix movie called Purple Hearts, and he did a Cinderella movie. Anyway. Red, white, and royal blue? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, rumor has it that the guys who play the leads aren't homosexual, that they're supposedly heterosexual. I don't know if any of this has been confirmed about their sexuality, but there's a lot of people that are upset that it's two heterosexual people playing these homosexual characters. Mm. And that where... same those same people are not upset that dwarves are not getting roles. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Um, Again, but here's it's a where... tough union to crack. <laughs> like here's my thing uh, for the actors. Like this is their job. This is how they make a living. This is how they get paid. I've been putting it into like retrospect. Like when you're filling out an application. Nowhere are they ever supposed to ask you what is your sexual orientation. Yeah. So I have a th- I have some thoughts about that though. Yeah. I, I, I actor is a bit of a like weird 
yeah weird thing when it comes to role portrayal because in a in a perfect world yeah and whoever's best for the role should fill the role but hollywood's had years and years of inequity on that front yeah i think it's um, more of a self-policing thing so like if you're uh for example if you're like you're a male actor and you're heterosexual and you come up for this part is that something where you go and let's say like look like i'm flattered that you're offering this to me or interested in me doing this part like i that is where i draw this line i can never truly understand what it's like to be this person yeah, yeah. meanwhile there are probably dozens if not hundreds of actors out there who could do a much better job who are right. you know have lived the life of a gay man like maybe you should go in that direction instead and try and find someone that like aligns more carefully with that because it's like it's one thing to say i'm an actor i can play anything but especially if it's a part and i don't this this movie looks like like dog shit terrible <laughs> <laughs> but if it were something like you know like if someone wanted to make mountain today knowing that neither jake gyllenhaal nor heath ledger at least were like not you know homosexual i don't know their sexuality exactly but like i, I presume that they're both heterosexual or both were heterosexual um would those actors be cast in that part yeah in those parts or would you have well you know people who identify as being lgbtq plus would you have people who like how would that go i mean it's interesting to think about i'm 100 percent in agreement with you sean however like it's a slippery slope to like start like or is there and again i don't know the answer and playing devil's advocate is there a downside to adding to like is there going to be you know blowback when a you know hollywood producer puts a notice in looking for 20 30 year old gay male like is that something that's going to be even worse like because you're like well you shouldn't ask that well we need like it for this role or like the personal ads <laughs> you, you know I mean, it's talking right like when they put out a, you know a casting call for someone they're looking for a you know 20 to 30 something gay, uh, homosexual male like is that is that I worse like asking also, there's another thing to put into retrospect is like sometimes like i'm i don't know if it's been confirmed so there are some actors and actresses who just aren't ready to or even feel the need to be like i am bisexual i am pansexual i am asexual or something like that like sure so there's like that's another thing that i was caught up on like none of them have to even reveal this information right but i guess it does go with the, the self-policing yeah. yeah um i think in in terms of the situation that you're presenting that i think the as, as it currently stands mm -hmm. i i would guess because obviously I can't know for sure. Because I can't mm -hmm. see the future. Unfortunately. Um, I would guess that the blowback for a casting call like that. Where they went, this is an LGBT character led piece. So we want actors of from the LGBT community. Um, but that's where it's I weird. think the blowback for that 
realistically as it stands right now would be more people a, a minority being loud on the internet and seeming bigger than they are fair um i do also think that the context of the media piece might be important to consider well here's a, yeah. another thing when it comes to these casting calls most of the time they are lying mila kunis auditioned for that 70s show and she was like oh yeah, yeah i'm like 18 she was not she was underage she was way underage. She was like 14. way underage. They're like, yeah, sure, I believe you. So like, there's the chance that there is a homosexual being like, or a, sorry, heterosexual. That's being fair. Like, yeah, I'm homosexual. We no to your point because you're correct. Um, that there there are people who will lie just to get the role. Uh, didn't we somewhat recently have a very similar situation to that with um? There was someone who was playing the the a, live action casting for Avatar. Last Airbender? I have no idea anything about that. I but there is an incident where there is an actor who was playing I, I think either homosexual or bisexual character, and the actor himself had not come out about his sexual orientation. But because mm. so many people were just like dogging on him, like, are you actually part of the LGBTQ plus? And he's like, Not that it's any of your business, but I recently found out I am bisexual. Thanks for hounding me about it. Yeah. It's it's a very delicate maybe, maybe delicate's not quite I mean for and on an individual level, case by case, yes, it's a delicate matter. Um I, I think it's a very intricate situation that needs to be approached. I will say this is interesting because I actually asked this question to some friends that are part of the LGBTQ plus community there and they said the opposite. They're like, why should it matter? We have hmm. the actor who played Barney in How I Met Your Mother. The actor, I, his name, why is his name failing me? He's a famous Neil Patrick actor. Harris. Thank you. Yeah. He is gay. He has a child. And in the show, he is a raging heterosexual male. Womanizer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking hate Barney. Um, well, okay, but I, I, would put it, I would put it this way, though. That was having their example. Him be like so, but like having Neil Patrick Harris be such like an outspoken advocate for that community. True. And like, and I think in a lot of ways, his family being like a symbol of like, why are so many people so afraid of this? Because this is like the depiction, at least from what this presented, of like the most functional family you would ever want to dream of, right? Like mm. that person, like this whole very wholesome person who like people have known like his entire life because of Doogie Howser and all that stuff. Like the idea of him playing that character to me is amusing because mm. it's like, I know that's not who that guy is. That guy is actually <laughs> a cool guy. This character is a piece of shit. And this is yeah. making this really funny. It's like Brian Cranston playing Walter White. It's like, you know, he's not Walter White. Like, yeah. I, I think, I think certain roles only need, I, I think it's more important, rather. Not not that it only matters, but I, I think it's more important to have somebody who has lived experience in certain roles when you're talking about situations that being presented in the media that are based in reality. So, like, based on a true story situations. Or... Um, the the media piece itself is pulling heavily from reality so 
for example, if it were a piece about um, somebody from the LGBT, like the character has lived. If it was I a media piece, I know nothing telling... about the movie. <laughs> no, no, I have no idea about this particular movie. But if, in theory, it was like a movie loosely based on like the Stonewall riots, you would not be able to cast a straight white man to be the one that threw the first brick. One, because that's not how the riots started. The first brick was thrown by a, uh, a trans black woman. Um, but two, most of the cast would <laughs> likely present better. Oh, you laughing not, not only... Huh? I was mad. Why I was not laughing at Crystal. Oh, I was just like, that was just like it caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. Um most of the cast in such a piece would likely end up being of the LGBTQ community in an ideal situation because they have that lived experience of facing the discrimination that even led to the emotional output that resulted in the Stonewall riots and right. So, but the, when it the comes, positive changes that we've gotten since. So, when it comes to like just a generic romance story that doesn't have like a lesson or any history behind it, it yeah, I think it matters less there. I, I think the representation and how good that is matters more so than you don't want to portray somebody or a character especially a character that is not what you are as mm -hmm. like a caricature I yes it's like you know the thing that i was actually just thinking about um crystal when you were talking about stonewall was like what about milk with sean penn playing harvey milk i like does that movie get made like this way like that way like if it's made now like, i don't think i've ever watched milk, so i can't milk. speak to it's that a one. very good movie and he doesn't yeah. i mean he does an excellent job um but it's like is because that's a role of, of great significance that's a story of significance you know like how does that go now like is that something where sean penn says like no i don't want that role like i can't do that oh uh, yeah uh, what is like, his, i'm gonna do this you know what's his like, orientation he's married right he was married to robin wright for a while but, uh, I don't know enough about Sean Penn to really contribute to that particular question. Um, well, let's take this. I don't know. It's it's the it's the cliche example, but like it's it's interesting. What about Snow White? Like they decided not to do dwarves, and the dwarves are upset about it. It's taking roles away I, from people. That, like, I think that started because his name is failing me. He's a very famous. He was on Game of Thrones. Elf. Peter Dinklage. Thank you, Peter Dinklage. He, I think he said something that he didn't like that dwarves were being used for it right but then every other dwarf actor was yeah. like fucking no he doesn't speak for us we want this role like we don't get cast that often let's you know we want I, this. I i arguably think that the, i feel like there should be another the, fucking snow, the white snow white has a bigger situation snow White's not happening that movie yeah, is yeah. i'm sorry mickey they've the done so many adaptations of snow white that i'm tired of seeing snow white we also because the the actress that got cast as snow white, horrible who, she's a horrible person who i don't 
know why she accepted the casting call if she hates Snow White as much as she seems to. She also I know. Caught like, up, just as a character. She's gotten caught up in lying, too, where she's had said she had never, ever been on the Snow White ride at Disney. And then, apparently, recently, she's like, I've been on Snow White, Snow White ride dozens of times when I was a younger kid. Yeah. In all fairness, um, well, I thought they were just talking about buying me more cocaine. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> that they were going to do that. And, and but he, also, just, Mr. Disney is rolling over in his freezer about it. Trust me. <laughs> but also, the the more action, a more action oriented. Ah, I can speak. Oriented. A more action oriented, less whimsical take on Snow White was already made. I know nobody really remembers it, but Snow White and the Huntsman happened. But yes, the, the mirror, mirror, that too. So, like, once upon a time, <laughs> granted, they too weren't dwarves because uh, they had a couple of the one of the guys from Pirates of the Caribbean played Grumpy. Yeah, he's, he's but not... it's. I think it's not about that. I think the, the biggest thing is like they build this as like you know they're remaking every Disney animated movie, right? They remade The Lion King, they remade Little Mermaid, and they well, remade like when you remake cast... Song of the South, you cowards. <laughs> when you're cast in an animated movie that took off Disney, perhaps don't talk shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um if you want to make a different movie, that's fine. Don't claim it's the real life adaptation of the Cinderella movie from 1939. And so I, talking so about I. um sorry, so we never asked for another Peter Pan movie. No, we we did not. I did recently find out that there was apparently supposed to be another animated Tinkerbell movie where a lot of the fairies just kind of disappeared out of existence, yeah, and that I'm was supposed to that. be the connective, ti- <laughs> like that was supposed to be the connective tissue. Apparently, supposedly, I haven't had a chance to like. Was check there some sort of like pixie genocide? Like what happened? Well, no. So yeah, that was from what I've Tinkerbell went off and did her own thing. Now, so, from what I've heard so far, and this is mostly just passing information because I haven't had a chance to do any kind Someone of like rabbit hole deep dive. Fairies don't exist. No. <laughs> um, you just killed a fairy. Congratulations. Tinkerbell apparently breaks something called the Ring of Promise, um, which nice. ends up with the fairy queen friends. falling ill <laughs> and them going on an adventure to try to fix it. And supposedly like said they came back with a baby no um well in going off to try to fix it tinkerbell needs enough pixie dust in order to fix the ring but they don't have enough because they're captured on a pirate ship and her friends give her their pixie dust which also results in them disappearing like on screen vanishing out of existence so supposedly that w- like that movie was supposed to be the connective tissue from the Tinkerbell series movies where there's like all of these fairies to Peter Pan where Tinkerbell's like the only one and she's listen, able to just fly indefinitely. Listen, this is how it happened. Tinkerbell ended up getting a crush on Peter Pan. Cuz that's oh, how God. that's why Tinkerbell had an issue with Wendy in that movie. <laughs> I I'm just glad uh, Disney Tinkerbell decided. was always angry. Like, let's be honest. She, no, she was jealous. Um, but she she turned red. <laughs> she she she's, she's arguably still better than Book <laughs> Tinkerbell. 
Because book Tinkerbell, like, they active murder attempts. I would rather see another animated Peter Pan movie that has something to do with that storyline that they made than another live action. And are we all just going to ignore the fact that there's no way in fucking hell there was a giant crocodile in the middle of the ocean? That was chasing what? one very specific man. It's Neverland, right. okay? <laughs> it's that one ocean. Who determines you it's think? A salty. He's a salty, and he's close to the shore. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> he was hungry. He had a piece, and he wanted more. I, I don't know right. if you've ever seen a hungry you do crocodile. Realize <laughs> they don't that's... pick and choose like some I... kind of gourmand. <laughs> you do realize that's the plot of Jaws Four, right? The, the the shark seeks revenge on the forty family. I am talking and then, about like, this, Peter Pan. I know this is the same thing. It's just just as silly. This <laughs> crocodile chasing one dude. Anyways, if they're gonna do remakes for things, I'd rather them try to do remakes to try to revitalize um, properties that got overshadowed by the Disney Princess lineup. Atlantis. What the fuck was that? Atlanta. Downtown Vancouver is a dangerous place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like hell, even I would even take, and I'm so afraid when I say this because if they did, I'd be don't put so it out scared. in the world. Don't put it out in the world. Uh, you know what? You're right. Um, you can share. Yeah, no, like, I have to say it. Th- say things it. that got overshadowed by like the Disney Princess line. I'd rather see get like a second chance. Um, Did we actually ask for a live action Mulan movie? No, and I'm so upset with how that one came out. What a fucking waste of Jet Li! How dare you? Did you hear about their their next remake plan? Pocahontas. No, no, I can't, I can't, no. I can't, I can't. I just pulled out of my ass. Oh, oh, please, no. I was convenient. very concerned because I got I got to um. I got to this page of the Tiger Peter Lily Pan, uh, book by J.M. Barry, and um, I'll just start with uh, the the indigenous peoples. R word disappear as they have come like shadows, and soon their places taken by the beasts, a great and motley procession. It goes like da, da, da. the Pickaninnies this, the Pickaninnies that, R word this, R word that, blah 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 blah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, that's a good book. There's a whole lot. I mean, this book came out in like 1911, so no, no, yeah, you know, freaking the Washington R words were still a football team until like three or four years ago. So yeah, which the name change that they have now is not really any better. What is it now? Commanders. It's, yeah, mm. which basically, you know, named them. The other ones came up with the R word. Hmm. Never mind. Right. Dad, Dad. The Indians became the guardians. <laughs> the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and the Braves are still the Braves. And, uh, I, I, I was honestly hoping that they would just stay the Washington team forever because it was funny. Washington? I think that was Washington. I don't fucking know. I don't know sports. Although, the best song in the Disney Peter Pan movie is still what makes the Blah 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 blah, and I will. It's a good song. One that says otherwise is a good song. It is a good song. I'm not gonna lie. The beat, maybe. I'm. I don't know about the lyric content. I'm, oh. I'm gonna debate you on that one. Um, 
Gotta smoke them that peace pipe. Nah, yeah, nope. That Her- it, the Hercules <laughs> movie. They had good songs. So good. The muses were my favorite for Hercules. I mean, hands down. Of course. Are they gonna All make right. that a movie? Are they making that out of action? What's that? Probably yeah. not. What about Quasimodo? What about Hunchback of Notre Dame? I heard rumors that there was supposed to be a live-action Hercules and a live-action Hunchback of Notre Dame, but then I heard that it was all fan-cast theories. Mm. Like, they were trying to get Chris Evans casted as, um, um, what's his name? The fucking knight. Oh, um, Phoebus. That guy. Yeah, and then they were gonna get the guy who voices Olaf as what his name? I can't remember his name. That, I, I need a position. The star! In... The star of Hunchback of Notre Dame! Quasimodo. Thank you, Quasimodo. <laughs> and then Megan Fox is supposed to play Esmeralda. And, uh, please <laughs> stop! Please don't do that. I, yeah, she's as far as I know, I have nothing against her as a person. Roma but looks... please stop just casting her because you think she's hot. Fuck's sake. Wait, who? What did I miss? There's a fan casting where they have Chris Evans as Thebus. Uh, the guy who voices Olaf and Frozen. Thank you. As Quasimodo, and then Megan Fox as Elsmeralda. I. <laughs> what has Megan Fox done recently? Like she doesn't do movies anymore. She dated M. G. Kelly. Uh, what's his name? M. G. Kelly. Machine, Machine Kelly. <laughs> they need to learn that you don't cast Megan Fox for anything. That's true. Not your, not your life partner. I, I feel. Like- <laughs> I feel like even New Girl went down in views when they had Megan Fox on that show. Well. She's not good at acting. And then there that was is like very correct. And then there was like two fan castings for a live action Hercules and it or three. One time it was supposed to be Chris Pratt, which I feel like he's far too old and other issues. And then um this I, can't, I never can remember these actors' names, but he was in the latest Pirates of the Caribbean movie installment and played Dick Grayson in the Titans HBO Max TV show. Like he was supposed to be. Oh, Brandon Thwaite. Yeah. Brandon Thwaite, whatever. Yeah. And then there was another one that I just did not recognize at all. But I mean, with so can many, we just get Ryan Gosling because he's already played Hercules, <laughs> and now he's of a, a proper age and fitness level. That's true. That's true. After Barbie, I forgot. I saw Barbie a couple weeks ago. Fantastic movie. I was floored. Like, great movie. Still haven't seen Oppenheimer. I'll get there. I liked Oppenheimer. Yeah, I really enjoyed Barbie though. I love how people were doing the Barbie Heimer, so they would go see Oppenheimer and then go see Barbie to feel better, but they end up leaving still crying, (laughs) still sad. (laughs) I, I, you know, I just don't think sit in one place that long. No, what what really bothered me is when I saw I saw Oppenheimer a couple times because I try to like see it in the different formats, and I love the story because I'm a creepy person who like researches you know atomic stuff. But anyway, um, like there were people in that theater for Oppenheimer who were obviously just there for the meme had no interest at all in this movie or how in like kind of like historically important the events of that movie are. And like, you know, it was just like, don't, don't see this because of a meme, please. I know you're trying to save cinema and you're doing a good job, unfortunately, but like, come on. 
Hey, but those this isn't for you. Probably made a lot of money. A lot of people also quit. <laughs> they weren't used to it. No, what what I'm saying is apparently, and I, I, this was on a couple of the Reddit forums, uh, the people, the the uh, Barbie audience destroyed bathrooms, worse than any other movie, and literally caused people to just up and quit. With like pink paint and shit, or like I don't know. That was what the the post said. They also talked about how a lot of the uh, people going to see Bar- Barbenheimer are v- like it was very entitled and very like customers changed since the cinema, you know, took a die, whether it's because of the pandemic or not. But the, the no one was kind to these people, apparently. Mm. So I've I I loosely kicked around because again I I got Max most of the time and actually I his other caretakers his mom and his grandparents are all out of town like <laughs> for like two weeks so it's just been him and me for a while and I wanted to see Oppenheimer and I've kicked around like try and get this kid into Oppenheimer it actually got kind of worse after there was one night like a few weeks ago where. He was like, can I sleep in your bed? And it was like a Friday night. And it was just the two of us. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. He's like, can we watch a movie? And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to watch one of your movies. So he's like, okay, you pick whatever movie you want to watch. Dude, bro, was hoping I picked Event Horizon again. And I have to tell you, man, I'm going to show that movie to him, and it's going to fuck him up. And I'm just like going to be like, look, I told you. Um, that's a sidebar. Uh, anyways, I picked Dunkirk. And, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, because I was like, "Look, it's a it's a war movie. It's not that long. It's a pretty. It moves pretty well. Um, and you know, there's not a ton of blood in it. I mean, it's not like watching Saving Private Ryan. Like, you know, you see some people get blown up and some others. You see some bodies and stuff. It's not like blood everywhere. People like losing their leg right in front of you and screaming. Like, not like sure." That. Um, and you don't really even see the the Nazis at all. Like, like I mean, it okay, it works. And I was like, he's gonna fall asleep. He was riveted at the end of the movie. He's like, this really happened. And I was just like, yeah. He's like, but tell me more. He's like asking me why. Why were they like? How did they get to the point where they were like needing this? And I was just, I was like, it's like eleven o'clock on a Friday night, and my seven year old is asking me questions about like the British evacuation at Dunkirk, like. <laughs> wow i was like that like, that happened i'm like maybe he would be interested in i mean listen the movie is not like gory it, wow. it literally the only reason it's r is for two really unnecessary sex scenes what mm. what <sighs> it was necessary to create the bomb trust me <laughs> but that like you know, like the, the whole like I'm that. Apparently, I'm so tired of unnecessary sex scenes and romance subplots. Well, okay, the Stop romance it. subplot actually played a huge role in Oppenheimer's she was character. A communist, right? It was like a communist thing. And she, this is actually the like the woman he cheated on his wife with, yeah. um, because like of all the like the mental anguish, like it was it was really complicated. Like that that actually did affect Oppenheimer's life. So no, I get they needed that. to show just... that. They didn't need to show the sex. And especially yes. they didn't think that that was the moment he came up with the line, I am become death, because that's not exi- not at all what happened. 
he wasn't having sex and he didn't say that out loud. Which I would hope not. Because <laughs> like amazing place to just pull that line out. <laughs> I. If I were ever with a, someone goes out of the bed immediately. Like kill this person. Yeah, you are. You're you're out of the bed. You're out of the room. You might be out of the house. Like no. Oh my god! I will not be giving you time to collect your shit. You are just out. You can come back maybe tomorrow. No, just wait out the window. The wow. most of that movie is really great. Like the Oppenheimer versus Heisenberg stuff, like the, the development and it's it's there are some very cool parts that made no sense. I'm not necessarily a fan of Nolan all the time, but like I like parts of this movie that I do not know why it was included. Just to see Florence plow naked. I think that's why a lot of people I guess. <laughs> probably. Like why is is twenty twenty three everybody has the internet? Like just, just Google it. I know she's been naked in other movies. Like it's not like you know it was not necessary in this. Maybe they've got like a forties kink. <laughs> just subscribe to their OnlyFans or something. I don't. Well, I don't know. Something tells me they don't have OnlyFans. Yeah. They have Ford's Plot Design on OnlyFans, although you know, no, she probably no. should. I don't know about should. Could. No, nah, Sarah could. But she's getting jobs. Yeah. Ever since she broke up with Zach Braff. It's very funny. I'm I don't know who that is. Uh the main character in Scrubs. They were married. Well, that's not high school. They, Florence Pugh is married to him? Oh look, there's pictures yep. together. Oh, there's two pictures of okay. <laughs> oh, she looks thrilled. Yeah, she. That was. You ever notice how a lot of women in Hollywood don't look all that pleased when they're standing next to their significant others in Hollywood? I hate to break it to you, it's not just Hollywood. Well, no, that's very true. Please, like you're scaring me. Point. She's right behind me. Like she can hear me. And can hear you guys. <laughs> oh, we saw her. Don't worry. I know she's there. But she, now you're worrying me. Right. You're worried about. Yeah. You're not an yeah, asshole. Like Congratulations. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about you, that. So you want to hear a crazy thing? Yes. This Uh-oh. is not going to help about any of my words. So you know how women have to take like birth control. I mean, they don't have to, but like, wait, there's what? reasons. What? <laughs> you? Yeah, you might not know this. Might have worked. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe you should just... My world is shot by a shook, shook to the foundation. <laughs> so because like so it messes with hormones no and all of that. <laughs> so because if a, when a girl is on birth control, mm-hmm. then they're attracted to somebody. When they get off birth control, there is a good huge chance they're no longer attracted to that same person. Yet, when a guy takes off the condom and they're no longer attracted to the woman, it's like you're, you're no, a it's completely maniac, different. Huh? That's different. <laughs> then, 
It's That's like, different. Actual, guys, there's actual science behind control. it, but I can't explain it because I'm not a smart person. But like, basically, once all the birth control is out of their system, everything changes, and they're like, "Wait, I'm actually not attracted to you anymore." Wow, um, thank you. But, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. But as far as your point, as far as your little joke there, Sean, you guys could have had your own birth control, <laughs> but no, wanted to bitch about bloating and being tired. Hey, if they could I mean, the shot, I would take the shot or like... I would take the shot. No, no the, there was clinical testing for like a birth control pill for dudes. But the side effects that were mild... You mean the same effects and, that women get? A lot of them, yes. Um, the test group bitched about too much. So it didn't I mean, be production. I would, I would do it. I don't care about bloating. I mean, I'll honestly, fucking give a sh- uh, uh, like you're talking to the to the two wrong people to have this conversation with. I mean, I That's would go out like if it was like uh, at all a, a, at issue in what I'm doing right now, I'd just go get a fucking vasectomy. I'm not gonna right. Whatever. Yeah, but totally. Like, they don't even like it. It, it, it's a laser now. Like they don't even like you know have to do with like uh, an incision. Laser. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm totally you know I I would. Always say a vasectomy before anything else more invasive for women. That's awful. Oh yeah, like, sure. yeah. Um, it's also annoying you know? that you like for Mr. Disney's freezer's cold for that. You know, a type of birth control <laughs> just nice, to man. get the pain to actually subside for periods. Yeah, yeah the, like, there's, there's no there's quite pain a few relief that's strong enough for it. The, there's quite a few um, people with uteruses that um, uteruses uteri. Uteri. Uteri, utero. Um, People that experience menstrual cycles. We'll go with that one. Um, There's quite a few that like quite legitimately are in crippling pain. And pain management for health in relation to that, just in the medical field in general, is abysmal. Like I've been the amount to get of heroin legalized again. I don't know why you people keep fighting that. <laughs> um, the amount of legal here. just like in my family that have been like, yeah, I just kind of had to suck it up because the doctor wouldn't give me pain meds for like procedures and whatnot. It's just like my mother literally fight me. would refuse <laughs> to allow me to go on birth control. And it took one day I finally passed out at a grocery store because I was in so much pain that she was like, okay, we're going to take you to a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right. On that so, lovely note, we've been recording for three and a half hours. Streets. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. I think we got to call it there. It's 1230 at night. You guys got to get some. I would be remiss, Matt, if I didn't point out that I did buy this shirt that says Tom was right. Aliens fucking exist on it. Mine is at home right now, and I cannot wait to wear it. Yeah. It's fantastic. I can't wait to leave Canada to put that shirt on. Your poor girlfriend. Yeah, she's on the couch. She can't. She has her headphones on. We're good. No, you don't. No, it's fine. Think of the healthcare. (laughs) Think of the healthcare. And then flee to a flee to a country in Europe because Canada might take it away soon. <laughs> yeah, then Canada is surprisingly pretentious. What is Justin Trudeau that upset about his life leaving him that he's going to take away free health care? 
Trudeau is trying to take away so many things from his country. <laughs> and is it like there, there's the rumor going around that Trudeau is somehow like uh, what's his face's kid from Cuba? Did you say Trudeau? And I the the dictator from Cuba? Yeah, Castro and Trudeau's mother were apparently super close. And like he might be the illegitimate child. I had never heard this theory. No, <laughs> that this. Hmm. No, only. Uh, well, Major League Baseball knows about it now. So. They'll investigate. <laughs> He's not getting that team back in Montreal anytime soon after this. <laughs> I have um one more question. What's that? Surely. I probably could find on the internet. For Baldur's Gate 3, did they do video capture? Motion capture? Yes, every uh mocap for okay. every single character. Because including was, NPCs. The I can't say her name. The mm, I can't say her race either. The Lazelle. Lazelle, yes. The Gith Yankee. The actress looks just like her, so I was like, "Did they bubble cap that?" Yep, they did. I was like, "Okay, that makes that makes sense." That's why. I <laughs> did you see the mob that turns the game into uh, Dragon Age Origins? No, no, I, yeah, I haven't a... looked at mods at all because I'm because so, I know that the second How do I, I put go Fenris into, mods... into the game. <laughs> the, no, it's not Fenris. Like they make the like the camera and the, all the setup. It's like it becomes uh, exactly like, like change, Dragon like, Age. The UI and whatnot. I I've been avoiding looking at that section of Nexus mods because I know for a fact that if I go looking at that page, I will stumble across spoilers because of people putting in mods for like specific things from like Act Two or Three. I still want to stream it, but as of right now, I'm struggling to play it solo on my PC. Next week, well, there, there's a couple things that are happening. One, you know, I, I bought the parts, so we'll see if, you know, a new SSD and uh, RAM will do the part, will do the job. We'll see if, if not, I am right. If not, you know, there's a PS5 version, and all the saves transfer over. So, we're good to go. But then PS5, I can't do the cool mods. <laughs> Well, well, that's why we're trying why, one thing first. That's why we're trying the computer parts first. Um, and I did see where everything was downloaded, and they are on different drivers. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you have so you installed the game to a different drive. Yeah. Is it okay? Well, because I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that the game is installed on your D drive. You can say these letters, and I can just nod along, and you will be able to see me nodding along. Okay. Right? When the parts get there, <laughs> I have Matt, Windows Matt and I can and hop on a call with you. That's what I have. <laughs> we should record that. Also, I was thinking if you guys you are did. up for it in the next couple weeks, we should do a drunk episode of Bingeworthy. <gasps> oh, I can't I be on no? it. Well, it can't be on can, Tuesday. Can yeah, can we do it on we, on Tuesday? Correct, we can. We absolutely can. I was just trying to plan it out, okay. um, so we um, could figure out another drunk episode right. because binge-worthy that one was man, very popular. I need you to do this thing where you also look into getting the patches. You just put them on the back of your on your back, and then that prevents you from having a hangover. They really? Just, you know what before. could also help you prevent a hangover? Listen here, Celeste. Don't worry for me. 
Don't worry. Hydrating Don't and eating me. food. You, specifically the patches are cool. <laughs> then you're going to be peeing the entire time. No. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Why don't we just all take mushrooms? No. No. Yeah. I can get them downstairs. It's illegal here. Yeah. Every Matt, drug is legal in Vancouver. It's weird. Even stone cold sober, we still have to carbonate a jellyfish. So, oh like, I need to, I need to. You know, there's <laughs> a jellyfish in my freezer right now, right? How long is the jellyfish you were waiting there? I thought you were waiting to buy it until I could come up to visit. No, when you can come up to, like, it's in the freezer. We're good to go. Okay. Well, well, how long is that good for? It's in the freezer. It's frozen. Yeah, it's a frozen jellyfish. Actually, depends you know. on how cold it is. You can't. It's also a dead jellyfish. So. What if your freezer, like, what if you leave power in your fridge, your freezer? Well, then I'll go buy another one. Like, it's not like I can't go to the Asian market. But also, it's not like we're planning to eat it. We're just planning. We're to just going to carbonate it. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, listen, it's a question that needs answering. Can you carbonate a jellyfish? There was I don't a know. question from the Twitch chat, and now <laughs> we need to find the answer via the scientific method. I will have to make sure that my phone is charged so that we can record it. Of sticking a soda stream into a dead jellyfish and seeing what happens. Oh yeah. It's, it's dead. dead. It has poured. What if it corpse. comes back? What if it comes back? <laughs> what if the nervous system that doesn't have a brain, as far as we found, comes back to life? Yeah. Reanimates itself. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not super concerned about that one. Where like a tentacle's like on Matt's neck and he's like saying stuff that's not actually him. Massaging his vocal cords. Like, it's like ratatouille, but creepier. Carbon dioxide. <laughs> I've definitely seen that somewhere. Crystal, if that happens, you have every uh, you you have my permission to kill me. If that happens, Matt, I'm sending no the video stress. to like, <laughs> the natural science. I'm finding whatever scientists will want to look into this. <laughs> All right. Oh my god! I need to get out of here. All right, it has been absolutely fun, guys. Uh, until next time, right. and I'm going to end the recording. <laughs>